gone tripping. All right, here we are, episode 18. Gone tripping podcast, finally legal. Yes, <laughs> yes. You can buy some cigarettes and yep. some lottery okay. tickets. Yeah, we can get drafted. Uh, don't buy cigarettes. <laughs> no, don't buy don't buy anything that you can actually get when you turn 18. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> but you don't have to lie on the internet anymore. You do not, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean... People still do, even though they're over 18. Right, of course. But yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to anymore. <laughs> right. At the very least. <laughs> I've seen your dating profile. <laughs> hey. <laughs> EJ's here. Oh, whoops. <laughs> so uh, today we have, uh, and I'm going to hope I get this last name right, uh, Benedict Shotland. Shotland? Very close. Very close. <laughs> I'll accept it. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Benedict, uh, EJ and I actually, we met a long time ago at our previous job. Um, and, uh, wanted to have Benedict on cause he's basically worked, uh, every odd job that I can imagine, uh, including, uh, quite a bit of work on cruises. Interesting. Yeah. I see here, Alaska cruise ship, uh, Hawaiian cruise ship. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, before we get going, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I have questions here mm-hmm. uh, about those two because those are definitely two different cruise ships, <laughs> uh, temperature wise. Uh, but sure. we, we gotta, we can't go too much further without our drink of the day. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and today we have uh, a Benedict favorite, even though he tells me right before the show <laughs> that he's been trying to cut down on it. Oh yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're talking about the drink of the day and, uh, Cameron's like, uh, you know, how do you feel about Red Bull? And he saw my face and he's like, uh, Benedict <laughs> drinks it all the time. And then we get it. And sure enough, Benedict's like, uh, I cut off energy drinks uh, a while back. But so, in, in solidarity, we, we had to go with it. Anyway. Yes. So we'll go ahead and do our, yeah. that was a little ting. Yeah. Those little, are, our cans don't work as well. That's right. This will work. <sighs> yeah. That's a good sound bite. Okay. So this is an 8.4 <laughs> fluid ounce Red Bull. Um, oh, that smell. Oh, yeah. You can already <laughs> smell the sugar and caffeine. So, so I've actually only uh, had a sip of Red Bull before. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh, probably uh, 10 years ago. So you're ready for Chug? Maybe even 12. Chug. No, chug, I am not chug, chugging chug. this thing. It's going to uh, be rough. It, it, I just remember it tasting like uh, crushed up Smarties and Liquid soda Skittles. water. And uh, yeah, it... Uh, Okay, here we go. <laughs> These used to get uh, Benedict here through the, the work day. Oh, it, it, it really did. Mm. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, this might be the only drink I take one sip of. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not a picky person, right? So, you definitely aren't. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> nice. So yeah. So Red Bull drink of the day. I mostly uh, fought for Red Bull because I wanted to see you suffer finally. Well, so you didn't suffer as much as I did for I, the coconut water. I know. Uh, yeah. I st- didn't like it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not picky. I'll still drink, but right. this is uh, this is a difficult one. So it says with taurine, and is it? I heard a rumor one time that taurine was like bull urine. Oh, is that right? Bull urine. That's why the whole Red Bull. Is that right? I don't know. I wish we maybe. Oh, she's doing it right now. She's looking that up. That's what okay. I heard. I don't know if it's a rumor, like if it's true. Because are you or telling not. me that Red Bull isn't vegan? <laughs> yeah, it's not. And you just yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, not recommended for children, uh, pregnant or nursing women, and persons <laughs> sensitive to caffeine. So that's, that's always, a good sign. That's always, uh, <laughs> yeah. Red true. Bull and roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm already feeling it. I only took a sip. So, yeah. So you stopped drinking Red Bull uh, and other energy drinks. Good How long you. ago was that? 
Uh, it's been about three weeks, I guess. Okay. Oh, wow. So really recent. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. I was telling you. I mean, I wasn't like <laughs> totally off base. <laughs> so, uh, well, we just got an update. Taurine is found in animal tissues and the human intestine. Um, it, there is taurine in bull semen. So uh, I don't know so, which is worse. So this episode urine. might be PG-13. <laughs> yeah, it's about <laughs> as deep as we go. Yeah, I don't know which is worse, though, uh, bull urine or semen. So uh, <laughs> I guess we'll move on from that. And that was my last <laughs> drink of this. Um, <laughs> Just because, well, she said it's hopefully, found there. Yeah, hopefully it didn't get taken from. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't say that it was harvested from. Yeah, yeah. so maybe. Oh, she's got some news. It is not. Uh, okay, okay. She, but it is. I was like, what? Uh, the source. Yeah, okay. so that's good. There okay, you go. I feel, maybe I'll take one more sip. Just, oh my goodness. I still, it it's t- the still aftertaste. tastes like Smarties. It's the aftertaste for me. Oh, man. Yeah, t- tastes like crushed up Smarties. Right. You know, when I was a uh, uh, 10-year-old, 12-year-old kid, um, I played I played Little League football, and we'd have our like Super Bowl parties uh, at the end of the year. And I just remember uh, having these buddies that were really smart and would crush up the Smarties. <laughs> And snort. Don't do this at home. Do not do this at home. Yeah, and uh, and take their straw and suck it up (laughs) into their nostril, and that just sounds gross. But I remember thinking that was gross. But that's what I'd imagine it would taste like. You know, going up in your nasal cavity, and all of a sudden you just have this constant crushed up Smarties. Yeah, definitely like lining your throat, powder in your throat, (laughs) and definitely in like your nasal area because I kind of feel like it's in my nasal area already. Okay, so to put a nice bow on this drink of the day segment, um, taurine is uh, made in a lab. The molecule is made in a lab, so the drink is suitable for vegans. Okay, there you so go. we're safe. Yes, we're good. Yes, so for now for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I, I it, was kind of worried it was going to be human intestine. I was going to say for me it might have been a little better. You know, yeah. might have been better tasting. If oh it was yeah, yeah. From a bowl, so. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I know how much you like the taste of. Uh, a bull. Yeah, I love me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, good stuff. So, Benedict, um, Hawaii or Alaska? Which one's your favorite? Cool, Alaska. Alaska. Okay. Yes. Why or why not? <laughs> Hawaii, I was there for a good, oh, close to 10 months, and I felt like I did everything I needed to do in Hawaii. Mm. Alaska, I was there for the better part of two and a half years, and I still feel like there's a lot left to be done and seen in Alaska. It's a big state. Yeah. It is a really big no, state. <laughs> well, and, and I in I had a uh, junior high uh, geology teacher, uh, and he would always uh, go on these cruises during the summer, and um, he went one year like in the springtime to anyone who's going on a glass and cruise. And he was telling us, he's like, you know, I've been on every cruise there is. I've been Caribbean cruise, Mexican cruise. And he said, Alaska is the best. It oh. is my favorite. I don't know if it's just because, you know, the rocks or what, but, uh, uh, he just said it is, it was beautiful. The weather was perfect. Uh, and then everything was just giant. <laughs> yeah. That is one thing I always think about Alaska. It's like, I always think it's going to be super cold all the time, but there's yeah. no way. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they have summer too. <laughs> yeah. Well, it never, never, the whole time I was there, I don't think it ever really got hot. But, right. That's yeah. fair. What's like the high temperatures? Is it like, oh, like 
low 80s were about the hottest I ever saw. Oh, wow. That's still actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I could. That sounds like perfect weather to me. Right. The yeah. problem is it's not year-round. Right. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I was... I was never there during the winter. I, I will say that. Uh, that's smart. That uh, is a smart move. <laughs> well, so apparently uh, the average temperature in Alaska is 60 to 80 degrees. That's which really is good. Which like is right in my yeah, sweet spot. That's the perfect um, spot. I think that would like be perfect. I might be right. moving to Alaska soon. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the winters, though. Yeah. You yeah. got to get like a timeshare in, uh, in uh, Florida or Hawaii, you know, yeah. for, the, for the winters. Well, and like, <laughs> so you did Hawaii uh, and uh, first off, I didn't realize Hawaii actually did cruises because I've never heard of people going on cruises in Hawaii. It's just like they go to Hawaii. Oh, just like as a destination. It, it, yeah. Um, yeah. Do Do Hawaiian cruises leave from Hawaii or... Are they described as like the destination? No, they the cruise I was on at least. Um, it left from Honolulu, then went around to the different islands, and then ended in Honolulu after seven days. Okay. Oh, so it was just kind of like a slow kind of circle around the islands. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. What uh, do you mind sharing? What uh, cruise line you were working on? Uh, yeah, that was uh, in Hawaii. I was working for Norwegian. Um, Cruise Lines of America. Okay. <laughs> so it was, Amer- it was an American flagship. Yeah, gotcha. Very cool. And then what about in uh, Alaska? Alaska, I worked for um, a couple of different companies. Um, there was uh, the first company I worked for, Majestic American. Uh, they unfortunately went out of business. Um, and then I also worked for um, Cruise West. Um, both of those were just really small companies. Uh, none of the ships they had had more than, oh, about 175 passengers. Oh, wow. Most. I don't think I've even heard of a cruise that, like, that size. I always think of, like, the giant, giant cruise yeah, ships, yeah. Like, the sure. the Symphony of the that's Sea. That's what most of them are in Alaska, it's the giant ones that have, like, you know, 5,000 passengers. Right. Uh, but really, the way to see Alaska is in the smaller boats because you can you can see a lot more. Interesting. Yeah, you can get into places that the big ships can't. So, what were some of the things that you did uh, on on your on the cruise ships? I know uh, you also were a bartender in uh, Louisiana and Michigan, so you've done your fair share of traveling. Most uh, of the time, I, I, I bartended, okay. um, but on the smaller ships, uh, everybody had kind of more than one job because there wasn't that many crew members. Right. So, I would also uh, like clean cabins, or I'd work in the dining room. Uh, pretty much wherever they needed me, Interesting. Uh, doing you know little odd jobs, but most of my time was spent bartending. That's awesome. So when you, uh, I imagine that when they ported, uh, you know, Alaskan cruises they port, don't they, so that you have a time to spend in that little area off the coast, or are you on the ship the whole time? Um, since it was a smaller ship, we didn't really get a lot of time off the ship. Okay. So, um, and I mean. Pretty much any cruise line you work for, you're working, oh, at the very least, 10 hours a day. Wow. So by the you you wake up, you go to work, and you keep working until you go to bed, pretty much. <laughs> That's insane. And you do that seven days a week for, oh, the longest stretch I worked was eight months. So you work seven days a week, you know, 10 to 12 hours a day for eight months. It's, it's, a, it's a long... It's a long stretch to not have a day off. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, the money's got to be pretty good, though, yeah? I mean, to be working. That's the best part about it is, I mean, 
you have so little time to, to spend money. You know, by the time you get off, you got a you got a big uh, you know big payday at the end of the day. <laughs> That's good. I, I had a friend who uh, worked for like a cruise line up in Alaska, but her job was to be on the mainland. And when they would do their port, it like do their porting, she would take people golfing. <laughs> to like all these like fun like resort type stuff mm. uh, and I was like that would be awesome to get paid to take people golfing yeah because <laughs> I know like a lot of the cruise ships have like golf off the the boat you yeah know, and they have like biodegradable <laughs> balls and stuff mm-hmm. like that I think that's so cool. I think yeah. You could totally get me to do that. Yeah. But no. to then get off the boat and then go golfing. I don't know if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I, you definitely could. I, I'm guessing golfing in Alaska is different than golfing in you know Myrtle it's Beach, be, right? Yeah, like you're probably a grizzly bear on on uh, <laughs> <laughs> on uh, a whole nine. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, um, golfing in general is different. Like in all these different places. I mean, I uh, I've wanted to go golfing in uh, Florida when I was visiting there, but like the one thing that stopped me was I was. I was scared of crocodiles and alligators. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and so like, cause you know, waterways down there. Right. Uh, last week, uh, there was a dog walker that got dragged into the water by a alligator. Wow. And, uh, the, the walker, not the dog, right? Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. And, uh, cause yeah. I know that's like a big problem is like pets. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you have like a lost pet, yeah. In Florida, I mean, it's, it's not lost. Exactly. Unfortunately. It's probably eaten by an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, like, that, like, scares me there. Uh, there was a viral video a couple of years ago that was uh, in Australia, and uh, kangaroo uh, was fighting, <laughs> going after one of the golfers, which would be really interesting. Kangaroos um, are, like, legitimately my biggest fear. Like. <laughs> Like if you were to like go outside of like your house, right? You just open the door and you're you're leaving for work in the morning and you see an animal, you know? Yeah. I think kangaroo would scare me the most because like they're so the like giant one. Giant yeah, red right, kangaroo. right, of course, yeah. right. <laughs> um because like they have like like abdominal muscles just like humans oh. do. So they they like sit there and they just like flex up and it's and like so intimidating. That's not even like the worst part. It's the tail. Like they right. have oh, a giant yeah. tail that they push off of. And I don't know if you guys saw the viral video that went around uh probably two years ago of the guy in Australia. And uh, they were a bunch of guys in this truck and uh, out messing around in the outback. And uh, the the dog was running around and uh, a red kangaroo uh, got the dog and was had it in a headlock. Headlock, yeah, I saw and, that one. And the guy went to go really? save. Yeah, the guy went to go save his dog. Yeah. And, and like, you could he, tell he, he doesn't have a yeah, plan. He's yeah. like walking up and he's like not sure what to do. Yeah, he, he <laughs> runs up there and like as soon as the guy, he runs up there, like the kangaroo, he gets... Now, as far as we are from yeah. each other uh, from the kangaroo and the kangaroo lets the dog go and then like puts up its dukes yeah like, they square up and that's why you're like oh boxing kangaroo and they're going everything and and uh <laughs> he just boom yeah the guy just, just smacks just the kangaroo in the face smacks the kangaroo <laughs> and it was hilarious because the kangaroo didn't know what to do yeah like it, like never been punched before right just did, so, like the head shake thing like what? so just sat there and uh <laughs> the, the thing that was crazy to me was he stuck like the guy stuck around i've been like taken off after i just right like, yeah but uh yeah saved his dog it was uh it was pretty interesting but yeah those things though are they're scary yeah super scary like honestly like unicorns 
uh, griffins, all of those things I could totally believe are real. But if you described a kangaroo to me and I didn't know they were real, I would be like, no way. Well, well it's the closest thing to a minotaur, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially the way they like, like they hop. I mean, like several yeah. yards at a time. I mean, yeah. it's insanity. Well, yeah. And like you said, the abdominal muscles and the pecs. Right. I mean, they're they, just and like, they just, Ugh. they flex up. And they they're like, always ready to just throw down. Right. <laughs> they, look like. they always look like they're in like a um, bodybuilding competition. Yeah. They're like really tight. <laughs> Weirdest animal ever. Very weird. Uh, okay. Platypus. But. Okay. That's true. But that one's like inherently weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but. Uh, no. So. So. When you were. Uh, you said you like Alaska better. Uh, yeah. Uh, when you were in Hawaii. Um, same thing. Uh, were they bigger boats in Hawaii or were they the same size? Yeah. The ship I worked on in Hawaii was one of those huge boats. We had, you know, like a thousand crew members and 5,000 passengers. Wow. You know, massive. It's like a city on the water. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there was places on that boat I never saw and I was there for a year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Holy crap. I can't even imagine that. I mean, like, especially like being on a boat like that and I mean, like, so you're a bartender, right? And and yeah. you have a you have somebody who's like causing a scene. I mean, they don't like disappear. They like <laughs> they like walk twenty feet to their cabin. I mean, how do you like deal with persistent people? Um, well, there was a lot of security on those boats. Mm. Um, basically, it's kind of a Big Brother situation. You can't walk anywhere on that ship where there's not a camera pointed at you. Um, so they would come and I mean if. If you had somebody that was being super unruly, um, they would come and you know take them off. There was a little a little jail. Oh, the they got put in boat uh, jail. Oh my goodness! They might have to spend some time in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, it didn't really ever happen to me though. Um, I mean, people are there to have fun, so uh, and it's not like they can really get in all that much trouble. They're not going to you know leave the bar and drive somewhere. Yeah, I guess that's know? the benefit of so, everybody being on a. Yeah, they got a little bit of a leeway. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and that and that's one of so with that one were you able to go explore the islands when they when they stopped off? Oh yeah, every now and then. Um, I mean, still didn't have a whole lot of time off, but it was a lot easier in Hawaii uh, because there were so many more people who worked on the ship. Yeah. Um, you could get you know a couple hours here or there. So then I um, there I, were some times when I was working in the nightclub where I wouldn't have to go in until you know eight o'clock at night, so yeah. I could have. If I didn't mind, you know, not sleeping a whole lot, I could go off and spend, you know, five or six hours, you so, know, exploring and, you know, doing the fun touristy stuff. So it, we'll qu my follow-up question to that would be one. Um, so I, real quick, I've not been on a cruise. Have you been on a cruise? I've been on a Caribbean cruise Caribbean when I was cruise. like a kid, though. Okay. So, so I, I've not, not been old. on a cruise. Um, uh, I had a chance. My family went on a cruise for my parents' 40th wedding anniversary oh, like, right. celebration. That's very but nice. I was kicked off. Uh, before we even got kicked there. off the wedding party or uh, not the wedding party the, the anniversary party yeah yeah <laughs> so uh i got a phone call uh they, they planned this like a year in advance and um it was one of those times i was like i don't know if i want to go because i was single everybody else was married and like mm. had families and that kind of stuff so it was just going to be like a bunch of couples and then me and uh <laughs> i just don't see my my brothers being good wingmen. <laughs> so I was, I just wasn't like sure if I wanted to go. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I do want to go. It's the anniversary. It'll be like an experience with my family that I'll be able to take with me or whatever. But then I got a, so I, I, I kind of changed and, uh, 
Oh, right. It was as all soon about as you it. wanted and to then, go. Like, well, yeah, it was like right. six months later, like I was planning to go, like all this stuff. And uh, I got a phone call from my, my sister, my oldest sister. She said, hey, hey, so I was talking to mom and dad, and we decided that you're not going on the family cruise <laughs> and I was like what isn't that my decision and uh, wow I was 23 so I, I wasn't oh, old enough to make decisions oh, on my own I guess I see you know penalties of being the youngest uh but uh yeah they said they had made the decision for me that I need to save my money for school and all that kind of stuff so um I I just like huh okay uh and uh it, it, I I just went with it or whatever type thing, but I was right. kind of like I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, they just yeah. dropped you. But but I my I, I was uh, thankfully uh, it was February. I was getting ready to turn 24 in April, and uh, they were it was like two days before the whole family was converging from all over to to go on this cruise. Right. And uh, my mom called me and said, you know, I got five sisters, Benedict. So uh, so I got five extra mothers. Uh, and one of my sisters had called and was, I'm really worried about Ren's feelings being hurt and blah, 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 all this stuff. And by this time, like, they were leaving in two days. So I'd right. moved on with, like, in life. Yeah. Like, you know, whatever. And I get a phone call from my mom, and, and she's like, I just, your sister was really worried about it, and I just want to make sure you understand that this is only for the adults. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you're not making me feel better. I'm turning 24 in two months. And you just said, I'm not an adult. Um, how, how much older is like the next sibling up from you? So it's three. Three years? Like three, six, and then like seven, eight, to 12. So my oldest sister is uh, is like 50 right now. Oh, I'm wow. 35. So there's like 16 years difference between wow, the, yeah. the oldest and the youngest. Um, so only three years. That's what yeah. it took to become an adult. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I didn't become an adult until uh, last year when I got married oh, officially. Oh, that's right. Um, so yeah, so that's fun. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so I have not been on a cruise yet. Uh, when they port, I know, I know, because I've heard people like, oh yeah, we stopped here, and and when they did it, they stopped in a, a small town in Mexico. Oh, um, hey, uh, Benedict, it's. Uh, do you have like the uh, AC on or something? Yeah, well, it's no. There, yeah, much audio better. keeps dropping in and out. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> it's got to be this uh, Facebook Messenger yeah. chat. <laughs> Not good. Yeah, no, but like, uh, yeah. So I, uh, they did stop like a small uh, town, couple mm-hmm. small towns in Mexico on their cruise. They brought me back a, a poncho, which was really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and the favorite joke in the family is always, "Hey, remember that time on the cruise?" And then, uh, <laughs> oh wait, you went there. Jeez. Um, wow. Yeah, but uh, yeah, on my Caribbean <laughs> cruise, we stopped like on all the islands for yeah. for a little bit and. That was cool, but like after you see a couple of Caribbean beaches, you've seen them all. Yeah. Well, my <laughs> question is: Is it just like a mass exodus from the ship at that point, or do people just go off and on when they want? Um, sorry, I could only hear part of that question. Oh, so so when uh, they when they stop in like different ports, do they? Is it just like a mass exodus off the ship, or do they just? Oh, for the most of, part, sure. Okay, um, but but they come and go when they want. Yeah, I. It was never like there was never anything really set in stone. You didn't have to do anything. I mean, I did have some people who, I mean, I'd see them all day on the ship. They never got off. You know, oh, yeah. wow. They would just, which is kind of boring to me. Why go to Hawaii or why go to Alaska and not see anything and just you know see the the bar at the ship? But I mean, if that's what you like to do, that's what you like to do. I think there's cheaper but, ways you know, to do it for the most part. 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, but for the most part, yeah, pretty much everybody would get off the ship. Like there were some towns in Alaska we'd go to, like maybe you know a couple hundred people lived there, and then all of a sudden all these ships would show up. We were one of the smaller ones, but you know all of a sudden they had a population of you know thirty thousand people all crammed into those little towns. That's insane. I can't imagine like all of a sudden the population doubling because of a cruise ship showing up. I mean, like, like seriously, like, how do you, you fill like the restaurants? Twenty one hundred, you know, people coming in. Yeah, right. And a, ta- a village town of you know eight hundred. That's exactly what it was like, though. When I was in Alaska, we would go to like these small towns, and everyone off the ship it doubles population, and everyone is in like gift shops and like. It's crazy. And that's how they sustain everything. Yeah. I bet the, those local economies look forward to those days. Oh yeah. They love it. They love the summer months. This is like colleges. Uh, Yeah. Right. We we were talking about this last week. Right. How many, it's amazing how many colleges are in these small towns. Well, uh, like you guys, Farmville. Yeah. Well, that's where Benedict is now. And, uh, uh, you're in the summer months now, right? School's out. What's that? Uh, the school's out right at Longwood right now. At Longwood, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. like, right now, the that whole town is, like, a ghost town <laughs> yeah, without the students. Much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, when I was in Iowa, I, I was uh, around Upper Iowa University, which was funny to me that it was a university because it was, like, a town of 800 people. Um, but then right. when school was in session, it all yep. of a sudden was, like, three, 4,000 people. And, and, and you're like, how can you support this? Because it's not like it was a town of 800 people and there was another town of, you know, 20 minutes away of uh, 100,000 people. It right. was like every town around it was yeah. 800. There, I mean, you go right. five minutes, you find one that had like 10,000 people, but they had nothing to do with the university. Right, all. right. That's more or less what Farmville's <laughs> like. And, and towns like that, I mean, it's really sad. You'll see a cycle of businesses close around, you know, June, July, because yeah. they, they can't stay open and they, they're not making any money without the students there. And then businesses start cropping up around August in anticipation for the students getting there. Yeah. So the town is always in this weird flux. Right. <laughs> because they're this ebb and flow of students <laughs> and money. Yeah. No, I, well, so the, the uh, back to your cruises, sorry, going off on college. Yeah. You're going off a lot of tangents. Yeah. Um, We're not uh, very uh, focused <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> But uh, the, the second question I had was after the mass exodus one was, do you have like a favorite, which, which islands was your favorite? I'm guessing you went and saw all of them at least. Well, what was the, the question big, again? What island was your favorite out of, uh, oh. out of all the uh, Hawaiian islands? That's a tough one. Uh, I mean, they're all just like crazy beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'd say um, the big island. Big um, and I think I'm. This has been so many years ago now. I think it was the Big Island where Kona is, where it's got just this like beautiful blue water. Mm. And I mean, it's when you picture Hawaii, it's that's what it is. You know, blue water, the palm trees, you know, the white sand beaches, uh, you know, the people, you know, drinking, you know, mai tais and and daiquiris. Uh, that's what it is. That's Kona. That's it's so just, funny. it's a beautiful place. And I mean, you just look into the water and, you know, these like entire rainbow color of fishes, you know, swimming all over the place. Uh, it's, it's remarkable. It really is. But yeah, by far my favorite. Huh. That's awesome. That's great to hear. We, we've been, uh, we, we talked to a couple people, uh, they talked about Hawaii and uh, mm-hmm. Kauai is 
kind of a, a popular one. Right, right, yeah. Um, it's like we, the bus bucket list. And, and you know I pulled that out because we couldn't say it the first time. Yeah, we couldn't at all. <laughs> we had to redeem ourselves. Out, yeah, then we found out how to <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, Kauai. Uh, no, that's cool. So Kona. <clears throat> um, and uh, I, I had a friend, uh, a couple friends that like lived in Hawaii for a time. Uh, and I can't remember the name. There was like a resort, like Turtle Bay Resort, I believe, that my friend worked at. And, uh, she made it sound really cool, like working there because they would always sneak in after hours, uh, even after <laughs> she, <laughs> she stopped working there. Oh, um, but, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's just it, Hawaii, I think would be a fun place to visit. Um, I don't know if I'd want to live there. Yeah. Uh, I don't it's think it's crazy could. expensive. Yeah. Like milk's I like eight bucks a gallon. I think I heard last. Oh man. Um, right. Well, I mean, how do you get it there? Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, there's cows on the Island. <laughs> uh, actually funny part about that is, so one of my many jobs that you talked about earlier, um, was I worked for a, a, a company called Boise milk and in Boise, Idaho, of course you did. They went back to the old, uh, old style where, they would deliver fresh milk to your doorstep. To your door, really? Yeah. The milkman. Yeah. And so... So wait, you've been a milkman? Well, I, I sold. <laughs> to like I, I went door to door and, and said, hey, we have this service. Mm. They, 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 they would deliver milk, cheeses, vegetables. Like It was like a little market, but I think was, everything was fresh. Man, I'd sign up so for that. Local dairy, that kind yeah. of stuff. And I'd came in the glass bottles, all that, all that fun stuff. But... Uh, uh, one of the uh, co-owners they they sold uh, to another uh, company in Eastern Idaho who'd been doing it for like forty years and mm. kept the, the the milk delivery thing going. But they he moved uh, to Hawaii to go work on a with a dairy in Hawaii, which I thought was a sweet move. Yeah, that like, is a good move. Yeah, like hey, let's go work on a dairy in uh, Hawaii. EJ EJ tells us that the uh, average price of gas right now is three seventy in Hawaii. Interesting. Hmm. I should say that's, that's a dollar more than us right now. Well, if, if it's a dollar more than, more than uh, Maryland, Pennsylvania. Yeah. It's only uh, seventy cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's expensive but, up there. Uh, I usually drive down across the border here to get gas. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Benedict, I gotta ask, um, what are the uh, do's and don'ts for going on a cruise? As a passenger. Yeah. I'd say do remember that the people that work on the ship um, are people too. <laughs> are people too. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, I you know, for the most part, people were were pretty friendly and you know gregarious, but uh, there were sometimes you know when people would forget that uh, you know we uh, were working our tails off trying to you know make sure they had a good vacation. Right. Um, but other than that, I would say don't pack too much. Mm. I would see people coming for a, a week-long cruise with, you know, five or six suitcases um, <laughs> when really all you need is, you know, a couple of bathing suits and, you know, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with wearing um, the same clothes over and over again on a cruise ship, right? right? <laughs> Except the same people are going to be sure. seeing you every day. I'm guilty of that too. I pack too much every now and then. But, <laughs> um, five or six suitcases is a little overkill. Yeah, definitely. Um, the dues. Um, 
do enjoy the places you go um, and don't do like, you know, of course, you know, you're going to do the touristy stuff, but also kind of, you know, enjoy what the locals do and what the locals see um, because a lot of those smaller businesses, they don't get a lot of love. Mm, and, uh, you know, really, you know, when you're, when you're traveling, what I like to do is, you know, kind of experience things, you know, from the locals' viewpoint instead of from a touristy viewpoint. Um, and I, I feel I always enjoy myself more that way. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what we're all about here. Other than that, when you're going on a cruise, I mean, you just have to remember how to have fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, when it comes to food, I imagine, uh, you know, there's a lot of the touristy spots. Uh, I know there's a big a big uh, snow cone shaved ice place uh, in Hawaii that was like on 51st Dates. Oh. Matsumoto's, I believe. <laughs> um, and it, I, I'm sure it's good. But I imagine there's a because it's like franchise out now. Oh, sure. Uh, but I'm sure there's a small one that's you know ran by a local family or whatever that tastes better. Uh, but like uh, f- you know, food wise too, I always find that when you get to get to commercial where it's like this chain, the quality goes down way, way more uh, of of food. Uh, and then you go to a local place and it's like the food tastes fresh. It tastes, uh, it tastes like it was made with love. Um, and, uh, so definitely, right. definitely a fan of, uh, hitting up the local, the true local joints. Right. And that's not where everybody Absolutely. else is at. When, uh, when I was on the Caribbean cruise, I did, they, uh, dropped us off at this beach and they were basically like, I can't remember what Island it was, but they were, uh, like as everybody was leaving, they were like, you know, Hey, this, uh, this isn't a very like well off Island. Be careful. You know, don't stray off the beach, this kind of thing. And immediately my dad was like, no, you know, let's go into town, you know, so we and we like left the beach and we went over a little bit and there was another beach like right next to the beach we got dropped off at. And there was like food vendors like right there on the water. Like there was like a guy who had like all these vegetables that he clearly just like grew in his like yard or garden. And it was awesome. It was a way better experience. Yeah, like we, we could see the other beach, but there was like a kind of like a cliff separating them. Yeah. And it's like right there you, and you would have missed this awesome local experience. Yeah, for if sure. You tried to stay on the uh, original beach. <laughs> well, and going back to what you're saying about, you know, uh, service workers being people too. Uh, yeah. here's something it, you know, there's the golden rule. I don't know if I've heard the golden rule. Oh, in I like know last it. 10 years. Absolutely. But, um, growing up, it was always the golden rule. And then, yeah, it's kind of gone away, but treat people as you want to be treated. And I, and, and Benedict, you can correct me if I am incorrect on this, but if you, uh, treat a service person, uh, not like a service person, but like a friend, they are going to take care of you 10 times more than if you treat them like, you know, crap. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. And and so, uh, you know, I, it's, there's the whole like, Oh, just treat people nice in general anyway. But like the same thing, like. I always, whenever I go, whether it's fast food or anywhere else, you know, I try to be the nicest thing ever because, uh, one, you're handling my food. I want that's, you to be nice. That's to it. what I was going to say is like, you gotta, you gotta spe- specifically help people that are dealing with your food. Exactly. <laughs> and, and two, um, you know, we've all had, we've all had jobs that suck and I think they like, like you probably like your job, but then there's times when it's so busy, you're so sure. behind on things that you're like, sure. man, this is horrible. And like, they're how ha- you know, they have bad days just like the rest of us. So like, <laughs> you know, try to make it better. Absolutely. And, uh, sure. I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's a 
totally different thing when you're, you know, on your first week working on the cruise rather than, you know, your eighth month. You know, it's tough to to remain, uh, you know, nice and friendly and helpful. <laughs> uh, and, you know, really, that's the other thing I did not mention um, is that when you're on a cruise, make sure you tip. Yeah. You know, just that little extra <clears throat> tip will, you know, really help to, you know, get that extra level of service. Mm. Here's something. So many people who... Uh, I can say, I can say, while you're finishing up your thing here, uh, EJ, can you pull up some information about tipping, uh, not just like in all different industries? Because I think you'd, people would be amazed to hear like where, what, what industries you're actually should be tipping in, and how oh, much. Yeah. Like garbage men, when I was a garbage man, uh, there's actually an industry standard of what you should be tipping your garbage man each year. And like majority, like probably ninety five percent people don't ever yeah, tip their garbage. I didn't man. know about tipping so, garbage man. But yeah, so if you don't mind pulling that up, why he? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off there. Well, that's okay. I was just gonna say. I mean, get that, that kind of extra, you know, level of service. A little tip goes a long way, and it doesn't have to be much. Yeah. Um, so many people when they cruise, they buy into these package deals. And they they think that tips are included. However, they're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. And that makes a huge difference um, wow. when uh, you're dealing with the the service people on the cruise. That's a huge. Good, that's a that's good advice because I I wouldn't have even thought about that. I mean, like the uh, with tipping. I mean, if you buy into these packages, you're not even thinking about carrying around cash. So it's like. And no, there's not no, at like, all. There's and no good way of tipping other yeah. than cash, <laughs> right? <laughs> sure, sure. And I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot of a tip, you know, just mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, incentive uh, to get, you know, you know, not necessarily something, you know, different than you would be giving to somebody else, but just an extra level of service, you know, because as a cruise bartender, I would see at least a thousand people a day. But I always remember the people that gave me a little bit extra. Oh, and, right. you know, yeah. it's, it's, it helps, you know, stand out from the crowd when you're trying to, you know, get service at a, at a bar when you're surrounded by, you know, 4,000 other people. Right. And yeah. it's like, who came up to the bar first? Well, and, and it's funny. Cause like you said, it doesn't have to be big. I, you know, I've shared about my experience in Chicago and somebody gave us directions took us to a spot and was expecting like 25 bucks from us. Um, oh, right. But like, uh, you know, it, it doesn't take a whole lot to just give a couple of bucks. Um, EJ, if you don't mind going back to the other screen there uh, real quick. All right. Okay, I couldn't hear you. Oh, I was talking, oh, talking yeah, to EJ. We're talking to EJ. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, so like uh, one of the things, here are some suggestions for people out there when they're talking about because like, Part of it is you just don't know how much to tip. Um, it's it's sure. recommended uh, from some guy named Farley. Um, <laughs> it's an article written yeah. by him. <laughs> um, but uh, hotel uh, porter toting your bags, 2 to $3 per bag. Uh, room service with gratuity included on the bill, $2. Uh, server, if server sets up the, the meal in your room. I've never ordered room service before, so I haven't had that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got to do it. <laughs> uh, ru- let's see. Uh, room service without gratuity included, 20%, which that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, toiletry towel delivery, $2. Uh, Dorman, if he hails your cab, 
one to five dollars. So this is like New York City, yeah. like uh, 1990. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody Ubers now. A doorman um, calls yeah. your cab. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> concierge uh, after guest request. Oh, okay. Five, so 25 bucks. Thomas Farley is a New York based manners expert. Mm. So that's, yeah, New York. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I, I'm curious. It looks like you have uh, some others here. Because I, I remember going over yeah. this. And when you're a garbage man, you're like, man. How much should I be, like? How much should I be getting? And some some guys, you know, Christmas time comes around. That's when everybody tends to start tipping or whatever. Right. And uh, you know they like yeah I got a thousand dollars you know in tips. So that's huge. What? That's a huge. That's a boost lot for their for Christmas. a garbage man. Yeah. Well, but you got to yeah. remember, you got to remember in one week, a garbage man will do like nine hundred to a thousand houses per yeah. day per day. Sure, 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 sure. So you know. Um, it wasn't everybody was tipping. It would be, you know, you get a $20 tip. Right. You know. If every 10th person gives it, you 10 bucks, it, you'll get it, to 1000 Exactly, pretty quickly. But sure. it was funny because I, I remember that year they'd come out with, you know, what um, what you should tip uh, your, like, your mailman, uh, things like that. And it was like, Garbage Man was like 50 bucks is what it suggested. Wow. That you tip. And that's for, but if you think about it over, you know. 52 weeks it's a buck a week right. that you're tipping your garbage man but uh, i was crossing my fingers for that it didn't happen um but you can imagine 50 bucks uh yeah that goes a 10, long 000, way you know yeah that goes a long way <laughs> 50 grand but uh yeah but um the there there's i will tell you uh, like being a garbage man that is one thing uh there's a lot of times where like oh man i need to get rid of this sofa or i need to get rid of this really weird item mm. um Five dollars goes a long ways, <laughs> um, and and uh, yeah. So, uh, you like know. my thing is, I don't even see my garbage men. You know, like yeah, I think they come when I'm at work or something. Yeah. But I never even well, and and, and so how was, do you? What's the preferred way of tipping if you don't see them? Well, so some people would put it like in an envelope on top of the, on top of the can. But oh. this also was in Boise, Idaho, where you know I wouldn't do that in New York City. You know, <laughs> right? But um. <laughs> they would just put it, put it out on there before they left to work, so it was on there for like an hour or whatever before the garbage man got there. Um, and then a lot of people, like you know, a stay at home wife or uh, like my dad during the summertime, school teacher, he would teach summer school, but usually, um, sure, would would be around uh, before you know didn't have to leave early for that. So right. uh, he'd be around and he just would catch him run out there and like, hey, uh, save me a trip to the to the dump <laughs> yeah here's five bucks <laughs> it costs 16 to get in the dump you know so he, plus gas to get there right so um but yeah it, it's amazing and a, a little bit does go a long ways um and then also it also goes the other way though uh you know tipping 50 cents uh is more of an insult i think yeah than than tipping a dollar <laughs> uh, yeah you know you know it's i bartended for the better part of you know Oh, almost 15 years. And, you know, I remember the people that leave me a quarter. Yeah. You know? I also yeah. remember the people that leave me five bucks. Sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Especially when you can tell it's like they're just like reaching into their pocket and trying to clean out all the change they gathered throughout the day. And they're like, here you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, great. Thanks. I mean, if it's $10 and change, you can't really complain. Sure, right? sure. It better be in a jar, though. Yeah, right. I don't want to see somebody stacking them up on the, <laughs> the table. Uh, that's awesome. That's super awesome. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, I think mailman, you just put in your mailbox type thing. Yeah, um, that's fair. But uh, yeah, I mean, Christmas time is a great year to for your yearly your yearly tips. But uh, 
yeah, I, I, when I go on a cruise, I'll make sure I, I, I tip. Yeah. That's definitely something um, I got to remember. Yeah. Um, and I, I know you, uh, you got a busy schedule today, Benedict. So yeah, we appreciate yeah. you, you coming on. Is there anything you want to leave everybody with? Yeah. Have fun, travel, you know, see mm. things, do things, enjoy life, get off the boat. Yes. Yeah. And if if you're looking to make some money, there's always uh, jobs in the industry. Yes. So, <laughs> sure. Yeah. And yeah, a lot seems... of seasonal work. Like if you're looking like, you know what? I, right. You're a school teacher. I know the big thing to do is uh, teach driver's ed oh, uh, during yeah. the summertime. Yeah, that makes sense. But, you know, broaden your horizons a little bit. Maybe go uh, work up in a, on a cruise in Alaska for a couple of months during yeah, the summer. It seems like a great way to just kind of get away and save up a bunch of money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, thanks for coming on, Benedict. Hey, Appreciate my pleasure, it. guys. And I Thank fully you. understand why you stopped drinking Red Bull. So <laughs> I think I will stop after this episode as well. <laughs> uh, hey, it gives you wings. Yeah, man. right. <laughs> right. Awesome, man. Well, hey, you have a great, uh, great rest of your day. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks for joining us. Welcome back to 98.7. The Groundhog. People are going to legitimately that, think that, like, that wait, that's like... Did it switch back to episode <laughs> Too much. It's too much. <laughs> people are going to be like, wait, is this the radio? I know, right? <laughs> Don't worry, people. You're still in the future listening to a podcast. Exactly. Oh, boy. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, really interesting information about cruises and stuff. Yeah, I'm glad uh, we got to talk to somebody about that. Yeah. I, I, uh, the Hawaiian cruise... Could be cool. Mm-hmm. I just think I'd have to extend, like, do like a two week trip to Hawaii, right. where one week was the cruise, cruising around the islands, and then one week was just chilling and right. That's in one of the islands. That's what I was gonna say. Is like my my only hang up with doing a cruise is that I don't want to be on a boat for that long. So if it's like a heavier, if you're landing in a place and like the the focus of the cruise is like the places you're porting, yeah. I think that would I'd be all over that. But where it's like two days on the boat six hours off the boat two days on the i can't do that i I wonder how my body would handle um seasickness if it would if i would get seasick easily i don't technically like i mean i've been on boats uh middle of lakes and stuff for majority of the day type thing Um, lakes are a different beast yeah yeah (laughs) although there is um a great lakes cruise is it yeah yeah yeah. so uh and uh i i've been told that that is amazing i haven't done myself yeah I heard those are a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but they, they have like those pills for seasickness now. Seasickness yeah. is like not a thing. Well, I thought, I just wonder if I would need to take them or not. Because mm. I wouldn't want to take, I wouldn't want to take the pill if my body could handle it. Sure. Sure. But, like sure, I don't sure. get like, you know, some people have to like sit in the front seat or sit in the middle seat in the car. So they get oh, motion sickness. Yeah. Motion yeah, yeah. sickness and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't have a lot of motion sickness that I've seen. So I just wonder, but at the same time you're sitting on this boat and just, it's totally different though. Especially if you're at like the front end or the back end of the boat. Like it's so, if you're going over waves or something in the open ocean, it's so bad. Well, like the open ocean, it's like all waves. Right. (laughs) It's it's never not moving. Especially if there's like a storm, like even if you totally miss the storm, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can still feel the choppiness. Well, I think almost the waves would be like, okay. It's the flat water, and you're just doing this back and the forth. The choppiness. Yeah, like yeah. it's almost like you know the when, when there's an earthquake, like 100 miles away, and then your your pools and they're sloshing. Oh yeah. And you're just like, I don't feel any movement. <laughs> right. It's it, you know, it's just that sure. kind of. And actually, I, I really I, probably be the worst. The one thing I definitely remember is sleeping on cruises was like super nice. Something yeah. about that like constant like 
subtle motion was actually like really nice to sleep in yeah but sure. like walking around that's when you get like the motion sickness yeah because like all that stuff is uh because there's this like room basically in, uh be in your ears where this liquid is and you have these tiny hairs that uh, are on all the walls and the ceiling and the floor of the room and this liquid goes across the ear the your ear hairs uh, so you know like which way your head is facing so oh. like if you're upside down then the liquid is on the the quote-unquote ceiling so your it's head like knows, a level right exactly it's, it yeah. works exactly like a level um, but instead of air liquid yeah so the reason like you get motion sickness and stuff like that is if that um, is uh, moving in a way that is like different than the way you're moving your body so if it like doesn't make sense or uh, yeah. if you spin in a chair really quickly that liquid is still moving so when you stop spinning, your vision is still spinning because your brain is trying to catch up to what's actually going on. So there's probably, that's probably why I don't get a lot of motion sickness is because my brain is so huge that it takes up most of the <laughs> space in my oh, head. Oh, I thought you were going to say that the, <laughs> that you were balding on the inside whoa, of your head too. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <Uncalled> for it. <laughs> but I can't say anything because you got that beard and I can't do it. Yeah, right. You've probably, I mean, this is like the most I can do on, I can do the five o'clock shadow, but anything past that is like patchy uh have you seen this man yeah well see it's funny because like people like oh i like your beard and like uh the kids love my beard and i just i i feel like i look in the mirror and like oh it's patchy nah that's nah, <laughs> good and uh i mean there there's some patches because i do have a tendency of like when i'm nervous like picking like eyebrows you know I oh mean. oh yeah i definitely mess with my eyebrows um, a lot when i'm nervous but yeah no but i got I, those old man eyebrows yeah i was telling you that the other day yeah my wife we talk a lot about hair we're talking <laughs> and like having like a serious conversation all of a sudden she's up in my face and going like this oh and pull out this stupid hair on my plucking like, one yeah i don't care <laughs> not that vain <laughs> and she sits there and, and i'm like ouch just because it didn't come out and i'm like yeah so it hurts even more right oh yeah it, it so hurts you get way one more. shot if you can't get it out in one shot you're done um definitely <clears throat> but yeah well, uh, thanks for tuning in to the travel podcast where we talk all about uh, hair. <laughs> I was like, you're ending it already? Whoa. <laughs> Somebody must have to pee after that Red Bull. No, uh, but uh, this is the first time that I've drank more than you, I think. I know. Yeah, I, I've taken two sips and my stomach is like not agreeing with it already. Yeah, it's it's a lot of sugar. What is this? Uh, uh, so you got um, actually not as much sodium as I thought. Wait, 27 grams of sodium? sugar that's not as much as i thought either yeah i think for me it's probably the caffeine just because i don't my my stomach's not used to that much caffeine yeah um how many servings is the can though one can oh yeah okay. i was surprised too um and I, it's actually a really good source of b12 which is something that uh vegetarians struggle with so i'm well, not gonna, I'm not gonna recommend I mean, it but this is yeah it says uh red bull is appreciated worldwide by top athletes, busy professionals, college students, and travelers on long journeys. Oh, um, like stay awake? I guess. So, but if this I was a, a pretty good drink, actually. <laughs> yeah, right? I guess. I guess. I mean, I still. And hey, it's in our theme song. Right? It is true. It is true. <laughs> I would everybody's definitely. Everybody's going to listen to the theme song exactly, at the end of the episode. Like, Whoa, I got to hear this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely think that I would prefer the sunflower seeds to keep me awake mm. if I'm driving a long journey. I agree. I think uh, chewing something mm -hmm. definitely like keeps you awake. It's the only thing I found that really does the job. Uh, and. Um, I, mean, I love jerky and like jerky is good. Right, right. But like Anything I can go can. through jerky like that if I'm trying to. Mm. But sunflower seeds, like you got to suck the flavor out. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Like, And you can go through those and it's like, oh, I just wasted two bucks. 
you know, because I went through them so fast. Right, 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 right. Really good jerky. Like, crap, I just wasted 15 bucks. <laughs> I still have eight hours left to go. And right. I've driven half, you know, half an hour. Yeah, I'm going to have to stop off and grab <laughs> some more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, there's a concept. Is there a vegetarian jerky out there? Oh, probably not. Because I feel like the uh, the jerk part of it, like that, like snap. Yeah. Like that's that would be hard to accomplish with vegetables. Well, I'm just saying if they can create meat in a lab. That's true. They can probably Oh, and I did want to talk about that. So thank there you very much. There absolutely is. There oh, is. <laughs> oh, order me some. I want to try that. But yeah. I did want to talk about that and I'm glad you brought it up. EJ and I very recently, oh, and EJ is a vegetarian as well. Um, so of course we stay with that cliche that yeah. we all just like get together and pair off and Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we uh we recently tried the uh, the Impossible Burger. Which is a uh, lab-grown meat. Yeah, you talking about uh, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, I was talking yeah. about trying it, and I, I finally did, uh, and it was delicious. It okay. was very good. Uh, we ended up going out and getting it again the next day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I gotta say, my wife took me uh, to a place here in Hagerstown, uh, and uh, for our date night, um, and uh, it was at the airport in Hagerstown, mm. and. Uh, it was called uh, like the grill on the uh, like in the hangar or something like that. Anyway, mm. but uh, it was like you're sitting there and you look at the windows and planes are taking off. That's so cool. cool. But uh, I got a giant juicy hamburger. Nice. And it was super delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, it looked a little more. Yeah, you showed me a picture. Mine looked a little more juicy. Yeah, so. that's true. The the because it's grown there there was there's not a and it's not actually blood that comes yeah. out of burgers. It's a I think like collagen or something yeah. like that that's actually like coming out yeah. when when you uh cook a burger like fats, that yeah right right so i don't think they had like that element to it mm-hmm. um but i i highly recommend if you're a vegetarian or at least curious about lab-grown meat that you uh check out impossible burger online and find a location near you i was surprised yeah. there was a place three minutes from me yeah and not- I, I remember <clears throat> reading about these things like four years ago and the first burger that they grew was worth ten thousand dollars i That's mean it crazy. was super expensive so how much me. was the burger it was 950 but that was with okay. chips so okay. not with bad chips. nice yeah not bad for it was a pretty good burger yeah we had uh alex and uh ali uh actually uh who was episode 15 i think 15 yeah um and uh they said it was an okay burger which to me was like actually like good yeah. because if they were like, oh, this is the best burger, I would have been like worried about what it was. But if it right. was like, oh, this is an average burger, that's what I actually want. <laughs> well, so I guess the question is, is it like they have one kind of burger or do they have like multiple like mushroom Swiss burger and oh, uh, oh they, you know they just had the um, impossible burger. They I think this place had other burgers, but they just had the like they only cook the impossible burger one way. Gotcha. But I know like other companies are starting to get it as well. Um, like, uh, EJ, I think you told me White Castle has it. Um, so and they do like sliders. They do yeah. like their sliders. So I think every place is going to kind of make it different. Um, and actually, that's what I'm most excited about. Like the place near my uh house uh uh alico to go i think it's called it's like a yeah, locally so. owned place despite the name i thought it was a chain but yeah it's actually just a, a single location uh owned by a local family but um they uh they did fine with the burger but i'm really excited to have other people get in their hands yeah what i really want is i want to be able to buy it at a grocery store and make it myself but that is not available yet. Yeah that's not available yet. Well I was gonna say the the you kind of led into um one of the topics this week that's been on the menu <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, is IHOP. 
Oh, or should I say IHOB? IHOB. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> there's some serious shade on Twitter yeah, about well, this. Well, yeah. So last week, for those who do not know, uh, last week uh, IHOB came out on Twitter and said, uh, we're changing our name to IHOB. Check in on Tuesday, uh, June 12th to find out what we're you know what we're doing like i thought for sure what the b stands for breakfast so everybody's like, like breakfast yeah or that's you know, a weird things and lateral so, move if, yeah, yeah yeah if i'm asking so me. they have a run of burgers <clears throat> that they're coming out with and they're so it's the international international house of burgers for a couple of months for this promo that they're doing they turn the p up down to a b uh and it was hilarity um it's one of those things where like okay maybe it'll work out good for him yeah um I it's I mean I go there for the pancakes I right. don't go there for their hamburgers right I probably never will right uh, but like you had uh, Red Robin came yeah. out on Twitter and uh, said um, uh, I, I Hobbs burgers are as good as our pancakes <laughs> and uh, you know I definitely choose Red Robin for a burger over sure, IHOB sure uh, and but, like uh, Wendy said uh, we're not too afraid of anybody who. Uh, uh, thought the pancake was too hard or something yeah. like that. Like some serious shade, Wendy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a great campaign because I think they're basically just going to upset a bunch of people who are like, no, it's IHOP. You know? Yeah. And they're going to go and they're going to be like ordering the pancake specifically. Well, and I think they're going to play right into the corporate trap. <laughs> yeah. The problem I have is, is I'm, I'm kind of tempted to like, okay, maybe I'll try one of their burgers depending on, I haven't seen what kind of burgers they have yet. But I have a lot of good stuff on it. I'd be tempted, mm-hmm. but then I like have this like feeling in my gut that I'm gonna be so disappointed, right? Because they do pancakes, and right. I like their pancakes, and, and like, so I'm like, I should have done pancakes. Why did I get this burger? And everybody does burgers. I feel yeah. like it's such a weird move to go into that. Well, and like unless you, like unless they have an amazing burger, like they have to have an amazing burger. Yeah, uh, yeah. EJ just pulled up one of my favorites, and that was Burger King. <laughs> Where they redid their logo, uh, the buns became a stack of pancakes yes. on each side, yes. and it was Pancake King, uh, <laughs> which they actually serve pancakes. So yes, they brilliant do. by them, yeah, because they have their pancakes on there, and they're like three for eighty nine cents. So, <laughs> oh yeah, that. and uh, um, a a a uh, and w like. Turned the, their, turn their logo, logo around. upside down, and like we don't know what this means either. <laughs> like, um, Whataburger had a good one. Uh, what a burger was as much as we love our pancakes we never change our name to what a pancake and uh i i, I get it it's yeah. uh, one of those things like because i i saw it and i was like why would you na- change like ihop is iconic yeah um, like are they gonna are they gonna change like the signs outside I their buildings i don't think they, i mean that would be a waste of money yeah i think so too <laughs> it's so, i mean the whole thing is so strange i think it's only probably their social media they mm. changed to ihop yeah that's fair. Um, I think it, I think it'll end up being a pretty good campaign for them. But. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, uh, it was really popular about ten years ago, uh, where companies would go into like these small towns and like pay them a bunch of money to um, change their t- name of their town. For, oh like, yeah, for like two months or something like that. I remember that. And uh, and so like you'd have some pl- like small town in Oregon that would change their name and get headlines because they changed their name to you know I don't know. Shake Shack, something like <laughs> uh, Shake Shack, Oregon, right? Which actually would be a cool name for a town. Um, Shake Shack, yeah. It's <laughs> like saying Shake Shack. I've never been to a Shake Shack yet, so oh, yeah. But um, 
Um, me neither, actually. Maybe since I gave him a shout out, they'll hook me up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe Impossible Burger will uh, start sponsoring us. Right. Exactly. So, but yeah, uh, so that was kind of an interesting um, battle going on in the landscape. Uh, in the burger world. There <laughs> are some signs in LA that they were taking down and putting up the new ones. Really? Like on signs or were yeah, they? Yeah, signs. Yeah, there's like videos on Twitter of them like taking down the IHOP signs and putting up the IHOP. I'm like, I can signs. understand like billboards, but actual like. Yeah. It looked like outside, outside the restaurant. Yeah. That's wow. crazy. That's nuts. I can't That's believe a lot they're of waste of money right there, especially with social media these days. You could just do that. Right. And it's probably I'm, just a few locations there. Yeah. Like in if you were going to do it, I would at least replace all of your signs with like LEDs that you could just change back it, exactly. later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like at least upgrade. Yeah. Creating jobs, though. I guess that's, that's true. Creating jobs. So all the sign makers out there <laughs> are happy about it, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but I will be going to IHOP and I am probably going to stick with the pancakes. Um, oh, okay. Just because, you know. See if you can get a pancake burger. I'm, I'm kind of a snob when it comes to pancakes. If you know, it's not I, a good pancake, I can be pit- uh, you know, a little upset. So do you make pancakes? Or are you make, a connoisseur of others' pancakes? Um, I make pancakes, mm-hmm. but even like my pancakes aren't my favorite. So, mm. still trying to find like the best pancake recipe. But so I went to. I like, have a recommendation for you. Okay, for you to try because uh, I think I make pretty good pancakes. Do you? Yes, and you actually, absolutely do. They're uh, the best. They're okay. they're like they're this my favorite morning. pancakes. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow morning. Actually, you know, Father's Day is Sunday, so you can. Uh, True. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to get you some pancakes. <laughs> um. So what I do is like I do Bisquick, like the normal like yeah. mix and the eggs and the milk. Um, but then I add cinnamon, sugar, but be careful with sugar because obviously you could just add sugar to anything and make it taste good. So yeah. careful on that one. Um, and then lemon juice. Interesting. Yeah. And that kind of gives it like the like almost like a desserty taste because of the yeah. cinnamon and sugar. But then the lemon kind of zests it up and makes it breakfasty again see for me it's always the density of the pancake right so like um it, it, pancakes that are like i can take a fork and just make my wife sounds um <laughs> 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 uh, but cut the uh you know cut cut into it and then i take a bite and it's like kind of melt in your mouth type mm-hmm. that's the ones i like the best mm. um the ones that are like chewy yeah no those are bad not a big chewy pancake guy so, um, you know, Burger King is probably why I won't go yeah. and get there three for eighty nine because <laughs> it's like jerky pancake jerky, right? Um, right. But uh, but yeah, like, and, and it's it's funny because like, uh, I when I was in Chicago, uh, every day I get up and go to a different pancake house because they have these local pancake houses on every street corner. It seemed like hmm. in Chicago, that's awesome. And uh, and so I get up in the morning and I go and I. We get pancakes, sausage, eggs, and they all had their own like from scratch recipe on their pancakes, and they were just so good. Mm. Um, Especially when you got those like uh, flat grills. Yeah, I was just talking last night. Uh, I want one of those hibachi grills so badly, where it's just a flat surface, exactly. it's just hot. Because <laughs> that that is perfect for pancakes. That's perfect for anything yeah that's well, all i want and 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 uh so those are my we, we had access to one back home and they are super awesome you can feed a ton of people you can cook whatever you want on them right um just crack an egg right on eggs all together uh, on one um and they're actually like coming into stores where like like there's your barbecue grills and then next to it there's another giant uh space that is uh, one of those flat iron grills mm. that you can do um they're a couple hundred bucks they're not 
not totally out of you know a price range, but right. um, the 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 fun thing about uh, like so like pancakes, like I'm a snob about because it's uh, it's got to be really good. But French toast is my jam. Oh, French toast is yeah real, and, and it has to be like the thick Texas toast, French toast. Mm. Oh, love French toast. So wait, do you actually make it on Texas toast, or are you using that to describe the? Like, I use Texas toast. Wow. Uh, or Texas bre- uh, toast bread. Right, right. It's a thicker bread. Huh. I use that for my French toast. That's interesting. I might have and, to try that. Yeah, and it is awesome. It's I might just, have to mm, seriously try so that. So good. Because uh, I usually just do it with like normal bread. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I grew up doing it. And mm-hmm. then um, Wonder, rest in peace. <laughs> right. Wonder Bread started making uh, uh, Texas toast. Wait, is Wonder gone? They got bought out. Oh. Um, they were part of the uh, gotcha. Twinkie, Twinkie conspiracies of, what year is that, 2012? <laughs> <laughs> 2013. Um, but yeah, they got bought out, and so now uh, I've not seen Wonder Bread anywhere. Uh, no. It's no, what? Totally back in stores. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I saw it like the did. other day. <laughs> I've not seen Wonder Bread forever. Really? Yeah. I definitely feel like I see Wonder Bread stuff. Yeah, because Twinkies came back too. Yeah, Twinkies came back. Yeah, so everything that was... But I've not seen was, the Wonder yeah, Bread to- to- uh, Texas Toast. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I have not seen the Texas Toast. specifically, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, But Wonder that. Bread is still a I, And I haven't seen Wonder Bread, but like I don't... I mean, I buy the cheapest bread I can find for <laughs> sandwiches and stuff, but like uh, uh, Texas Toast, the only one I've been able to find. I haven't bought it out here yet, but back home is Fran's Bakery. Fran's. Franz is out of uh, Portland, Oregon, but uh, they had a version like their Texas toast. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, it's it's super good. Texas toast is the way to go, hmm. um, and uh, makes the best French toast. Well, you know, it's almost uh, lunchtime because we've been on a food tangent for I know, right? several minutes now. I know, seriously. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna figure out lunch soon. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> the uh, my my wife does French toast with French bread. Oh, um, and I just yeah, I don't like French bread. She as loves much. it, and I'm just like, eh, yeah, gross. I like also I like, it and it's I really don't like, and it's I know it's way better for me, or at least it is like in the current like health fad. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like every like six years you find out that the thing everybody has been eating is bad for you. Yeah, but uh, coconut I, oil, right? Exactly. <laughs> like I cannot stand whole grain like bread yeah i just i feel like it tastes like i don't know like like the bread was not finished cooking or honey something. wheat is like the perfect balance i feel like honey wheat's good i yeah. like honey wheat yeah i don't like potato bread either very much i can i like potato bread but i'm also i, I can guy, do it so you know. i can do it and it's it's <laughs> good potatoes. with like sandwiches it's yeah. good for like just sandwiches but like when you gotta make it into toast it's just not good toast so there's a uh which is funny because it's like the same logo but they change the name back home it's aura wheat um, and Aura Wheat uh, has a buttermilk bread. Oh, you're! I know you're so into the butter. Oh the, my goodness! The buttermilk that makes the best BLTs because it's the extra wide uh, loaves of bread. You know, I do like those. And oh yeah, Italian BLTs. Italian bread is the same way. It's like it's super long. Getting me excited for the summertime. <laughs> I got my plants turning green. BLTs all summer long. So, but yeah, no. Um, but yeah, the the one that. It's always funny to me. French bread has like, oh, do this French bread. 
and we've had it a couple of times. It's just like French bread is, is I love French bread right? for garlic bread. Are you talking about like a baguette? Like that's what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like brioche bread, which is also French bread, which is like oh, super no, thick like, and like kind of slightly sweet. Yeah. No. I'm talking um, about like a thin loaf. Yeah. Like a baguette. Yeah. Well, there, there's the thin loaf and then uh. there's like the French bread you get like for a buck buck 19 at your gro- local grocery store yeah that you make garlic bread out of yeah 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 and that's what i like that for garlic bread yeah i like it for garlic bread but no it's not good for oh, french toast french toast that's weird so like french toast yeah. i don't want my french toast to have a hard hard shell right yeah, yeah. which is most yeah. french breads actually so, if you're listening i do disagree with your choice of bread for french toast oh actually oh yeah. thanks Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I just turned dime on where, you. Yeah. Are you talking to people now? Yes. Like, through the podcast? I, well, I know I know she's listening. Hopefully. Well, we hope, yeah. <laughs> she's listening right now. She probably gave up a few moments ago, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, oh, they're talking about food still? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but. Well, uh, thanks for joining us this episode. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a good one. This was a fun and, one. And um, make sure you check back in on Monday. We're, we're slowly for, making our, our rounds through the... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you oh, off Oh, you're there. fine. I was going to say episode 19 is coming up. And yeah. then after 19 is 20. Right. And uh, yeah. I was so. going to say, yeah, we're, we're making our way through the travel industry here. Yeah. Surely, so. but uh, slowly, you know, one episode at a time. Yeah. But if you have any suggestions for us, please let us know. We're, yeah. we're pretty active on Instagram. We got um, our feelers out for some interesting, yeah. inter- interesting characters. So we'll see what we can get coming on. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, and we're gonna have a contest again yes, soon. Yes, we do. We got a contest, a contest coming up for Instagram. Another one similar to our waterfall contest. Yeah, um, and then also so uh, Benny J, Nigel, yeah. uh, uh, Laurel. What was the other one? There was four something lens. I'm so sorry, fourth person. I cannot remember your name. Yeah, luckily we have a. Yeah, we'll get it eventually. Yeah, pen lens, I think it was. Yeah. Pen lens. Pen lens. Nice. Yes. Good I call. just pulled that out. So nice. I didn't even, we got it. You saw me. I didn't have any papers or I nothing. Saw, I saw him the whole time. He didn't. Steel he didn't. trap up here. Elephant. <laughs> um, just but, takes a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that and then uh, I think we're going to be doing a t-shirt giveaway. Yeah. Um, so coming up here with uh, our 25th episode. So keep your ears open. And and this is the same that. shirt that Ben Drebergen owns and has posted a picture of himself wearing and and cameron true and ren oh well yeah true we do have the shirts but that's less impressive (laughs) whatever (laughs) (laughs) and uh it's the same shirt that's up in uh raised tavern raised tavern oh it's it's pepper lens pepper lens i want to make sure we get that pepper Lens. right because that is a contest winner you were you were really close yeah so um but yeah well you guys have a great one yeah and peace be the journey yeah have a good weekend Contrippin' my wagoneer and I Contrippin' reading the road signs Contrippin' one playlist at a time Contrippin' odometers ticking My Mountain Dew and a sippin' I'm a road warrior on a mission You won't find me just sitting home wishing Cause I, I, I am gone